Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to have, um, I would call like this beautiful woman sitting in front of me. She's kind of a spitfire. Um, I mean, she even often her hair looks very fiery um, and is is like walking potency. And so um, I'm so excited to introduce her to you today. Uh, she's an inspiration to me, just the way that she walks in the world. And I can't, ex- I'm really excited for this conversation. So I will say her name now. Her name is Kara Wright. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and let me tell the peeps about you. So <laughs> it's always so fun when you get to the bio part, but I like watching people <laughs> squirm. <laughs> okay. Kara Wright is an access consciousness and access X-Men certified facilitator. She empowers people to know what they know about energies, their unique talents, abilities, and capacities. She assists people to be more aware of what energies are limiting them and what energies create expansion for them and how to weave the energies of expansion into what they would truly like to create. A quote from Kara, through this work, I have discovered talents, abilities, and capacities that are so far beyond anything I thought possible. I have developed energetic muscles of creation, and I am so excited to assist others to develop theirs. I have more of me and what is truly possible now that I ever, than I ever have. Cara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and just before we started, I was like, I have a barking dog who you may or may not hear right now. Don't hear it. Okay. Good. He's now barking. Um, anyhow, so, uh, animals talk to me. Come on. I know. I know. I, this dog. is why I said that I said, I'll probably mute because I had this awareness that my dogs would just, my dogs, I have one dog would start to bark as soon as we got on. So here we are. Um, well, what do you want to, can we start there? Which is so random. Yeah. Will you, will you, will you tell, you tell us about well. your dogs? Did you random? Well, um, yeah. I mean, I, anyone who knows me and maybe you'll get to know me after this, if you go look at my Facebook page at all, you'll, you'll, you'll realize that I, I am slightly obsessed with my pack, which, um, I don't consider that I have a family. I have a pack and that is the truth of the matter, um, in bodies and out of bodies at this point. Yeah. So, you know, it's always, we've always got animals. And I mean, really like they, it is far easier for me to be with them and to be me with them than a lot of times people. So they're a great gift in my life. Yeah. How many do you have? Well, now, right now I have two. Um, I have had, um, there's like seven in my, like that I've had in like the past, like six years. So, mm -hmm. and I'm sure there'll be making the rounds again, finding new bodies. Do. Do. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm like super, I'm like super controlling. If you're going to go, you better come back. <laughs> um, so I love that as a start to our conversation, um, <laughs> looking at, at 
the ease that you have with animals that you haven't always had with people. And yeah. a lot of, a lot of that, I know being an X-Men facilitator, I also want to jump into people yeah. hearing that and not knowing what the hell that is. Um, so let me form a question with my X-Men friend. Cause when I, when I'm with like more X-Men people, I become way more X-Men. <laughs> so like, where do I want to go? Okay. Get ready Interview. to mind jump people. Thought jumping is a total pastime for us. So saddle up, buckle in, just go with it. <laughs> Here we are. Um, okay. So, uh, before the show started, we were talking about being misunderstood. And I know that, uh, especially with animals, like that's, that's not there. So do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, how the tools have given you the space? And I don't know if it's like to then be understood or just to be okay when you're not understood. Like, what is that for you? I mean, it's all of it. Cause you know, it's like, I think it's, it's doubly, you know, like I came to access probably it's like 10, 11 years ago. And, you know, when you're someone who has like an energetic capacity and you're very aware of your environment and no one's really ever said to you that you have that difference, it, you grow up having coping mechanism upon coping mechanism to deal with the fact that nine times out of 10, you are not understanding what's going on around you. And what's going on around you is not understanding you. There's like, <laughs> there could be this like open fluid because really when you're an X-Men, when you're that energetically different, when you're neurally diverse like that, you, there is no requirement for words, all the shit that they tell you, you have to have in order to communicate here. There is no requirement for that. So you spend your whole time having this massive capacity for ease with communication while being told and not never verbally, but like everything in your environment is telling you you, we, you aren't being heard and you aren't hearing correctly, which none of is actually true. But when you grow up with that, you, you, it just becomes a lot of like trying to figure everything out every 10 seconds of every day. And when you're around animals that goes away. <clears throat> so, you know, like we talk about X-Men and access, um, but like a lot of that in this reality is people who are diagnosed with, you know, on the autism spectrum or ADD, OCD, ADHD, um, dyslexia, like all those things, a lot of the mental disorders, you know, it's like how much of all of that is that you're just so very different with how you perceive the world. You're energetically way more engaged with everything around you. And you've been told the very opposite of it your whole life. Like I was in all the like, resource rooms, you know what I mean? Like I was always having to go down two grades and, and I mainly that's because I, I was so fucking bored. Like I already told you, I already delivered what I was trying to say, you know, hours ago. So now I'm, you know, down in the resource room and that's what happens to a lot of us. Cause I never was really diagnosed with anything. They didn't really do that back when, um, unless you were severely, um, you know, something that people would notice, you know, but yeah. so many of us, like, I don't look any different than anyone else. In fact, I didn't realize I was autistic until Gary Douglas spent a year telling me I was until I finally was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe my brain does work different. Who knew? Well, I love that you mentioned the resource room because I have a daughter who, um, 
was having trouble with like the standardized type of learning. And she got put into like a special, special needs class, if you will. And and instead of like special, that need word is very interesting, but like special capacities class, they call it special needs. And, um, that projection of wrongness and like you're dumb and all of that stuff, like having to, for her then, instead of it being an acknowledgement of her being her difference, it definitely, and I know a number of people listening will get this, made it feel like she was separate and dumb. And, um, what's been really interesting is as she's played more with the energies of access, she's gone to symphony of, of, um, possibilities classes and done sessions and moved in the energies, her capacities have mm-hmm. turned up and now she's like a like doing well better than her class it's so interesting when you just yeah. start to acknowledge acknowledge rather yeah, than when you stop I mean and that's part of the the being misunderstood thing it's like starting to really realize that how you are is very different and if you don't acknowledge it and be it and never mind other people's like points of view about it you will always have a difficult time you will always struggle and that's um, you know, yeah. I access. am going to derail everything we said we were going to talk about. Cause I just popped in something that, <laughs> so if you're wondering what an X-Men conversation looks like, here we are. And it's so great to be on a podcast where, I mean, I think if you listen to this podcast enough, you know, that I don't know how to be serious or stay linear. So you're, it's probably fine with the listeners, but um, I just popped that. I shared something in my stories that you shared yesterday and I'm like, want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. I, tell me what I shared because I shared. Okay, I'm go- <laughs> well, it's also about being misunderstood. So it kind of works, but really actually screenshot it. it and sent it to my team because we have yeah. something going on in our business that was like, this was really potent share. So I think I know it's a quote that yeah. says letting people be wrong about you or a situation while keeping your peace and focus is the most misunderstood power move power move you will ever make. And that's by Morgan Richard Olivier. Which so, I hug that person dynamically. Yeah. That's not like something I have experienced and been like asking for more around it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Do you let's extrapolate? So what what is that as a power move? Because what I know for me is like if you like. I have is it's like sitting on my hands and like maybe taping my mouth shut when I know someone's walking out of a situation with like a misunderstanding about me or, Oh my God. Or yeah. yeah. I like, if you ever asked my husband, like, like back in the day, I've been with him for a very long time. So we've been through lots of different configurations of our relationship, but there was a point in time where like, if any sort of thing was off, at all, which I'm so sensitive and aware. It could have been just like literally a hair. I would want to like have that fucking conversation (laughs) till I felt like it was like, you know, like till I perceived that it was space and he's hilarious because I would always try to bite my tongue till the end of the night. We'd get in bed at night and I'd want to have this like conversation and he'd be like, are you, and he's like part narcolepsy. So he would always fall asleep. Right. (laughs) hindsight now is like fucking brilliant x-men right it's like i can't i'm out you know deal with your own shit but like i that is something that has just been you know as a taught thing that i lived with like i know i got that from my mom um and i'm sure many other people women but that whole idea that 
if there's a discordant energy that you have to like seek it out and like, like, oh no, but no, but I got it. Like try to explain where you were misunderstood. And every time if you're someone, especially like me, I'm like awkward as fuck. And if things have gotten intense and it's a real direct conversation, that awkwardness goes like through the roof. And I've always made myself really wrong for that. Um, and I've done, you know, there's just been so many different ways I've tried to, uh, like handle it. And when I saw that quote, I was like, holy fuck, like it's about being like present and okay that it didn't deliver. Like you, what I tried to say or what I, where I was coming from, isn't how they took it and just be like, okay, that is what it is. And it's like learning and building the muscle to have misconceptions with you out in the world. Right. Because people, yeah. you know, you talk about, you hear like, if, if people have a good experience with you, they tell two people. And if they have a bad experience with you, they tell 20. Well, <laughs> like a lot of the things that were misunderstanding occurs with me personally. And I've been asked, like, I have, this is one of those things where I've been asking to have more um, of ability to know what people can hear and to actually ask that question, what can this person hear or what's going to actually create what I'm like, what I desire to create. Cause I'm never coming from a space of like, just wanting to be, you know, intense or whatever people, however people take stuff. Um, but I realize like, I, I, that is how it comes across a lot. And so it's like, Okay, so now, then now you got to manage the reputation, which isn't necessarily because I've had people meet me and go, you know, I was like really afraid of you. And I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? But that's where I really had to like go, oh, like I actually am way more intimidating and energetically like boom than I than I realize. So it's again, it's that whole thing of like, not only are you like for me, not only am I on a curve of like, desiring to communicate with people and in a way that is effective, like it works for them and it works for me, not from a, like, not from a like projection or expectation of this is what has to happen in this conversation, which so much, so many of us do. Like we have that, especially when you're working, you're like, no, I got to get these people to understand what I'm trying to do or say, or whatever, especially if your job is like, oftentimes with a lot of what I do, I'm the one that's coming in and providing some sort of system or framework. So you can have 25 people on a project and they're all, they're not all just like, we work with humanoids. They're like kittens in a bucket. Right. <laughs> so it's like, sometimes you have, I like, and so it's also too just being willing to be like, look, yes, I delivered that energy. No, you might not have liked it. And it created what I actually desired for it to create. So it's also being in my own knowing and trusting myself. So it's all of it. Yeah. It's all well, too, I love that, that you brought up the intimidation conversation. Cause I've had a few conversations lately where people have, have, um, identified me as intimidating. And I just like fell on the floor laughing my ass off. I'm like me. And they're like, yeah, because <laughs> it's, you know, like the yeah. sky is blue and I'm like, the sky is blue. <laughs> and, um, but, and then looking at that and where someone, some people would take intimidation and turn it into like a rejection or to go tell their 20 friends about whatever that intimidating energy is yes. or so, and others would take that energy and, and be inspired by it mm -hmm. and how we can't really 
control that, but the desire to not do the power move and be like, you know what? It's okay. Like, however you want to, however you want to take this is up to you. I can't control that. Um, so that was really, really cool. Um, what, what would you say, like, as far as giving our listeners, like some sort of tool, like, is there a tool, like you mentioned trusting yourself, which is really cool. I'd love to hear about that. Like what, what is that, that you started to turn up to be like, okay, that like, Hey, not every, I'm not everybody's cup of tea kind of thing. Well, and it's like, I, I had to really start to look at like, what, like, what do you desire to create in the world and what's relevant to that? And it's like, when you make how other people are reacting to you, what's the valuable element, how effective can you actually be? And like, I realized how much, um, I was spending, even though like I did have, I do have ease in some ways, just being like, here it is, you know, like I do have ease in some, but, but I was still spending, I would say 85% of my life, like jockeying position based on what, how other people were going to react, respond, whatever. And it's like, do I desire to be at the effect of my environment or do I desire to be the effector of my environment? And I have personally, like, I have made a demand to be the effector, like, not that that is my target to go out and affect people, but to not be the one that shifts and changes based on what I'm aware of. If what I'm aware of is valuable and where I would like to go. Like, it's like, it's really about acknowledging that your voice is unique to you. And if you change it, suppress it, diminish it in any way, then there isn't any other place where that's going to show up. Yeah. Well, you know, what's popping in right here for me is like the potency of vulnerability that that actually is because it's so easy to hear this conversation. And if you're listening through this reality's ears at all, that it, it could also sound like force or like being willing to be the steamroller of anybody else's opinions, but the vulnerability that it is to lower your walls and barriers and be with what, you know, and invite people to that. And if they have an issue with it, like being open to conversation or like someone bringing it to you and you're willing to like, look at it, but not give you up. Um, so do you, what do you know about vulnerability in this conversation? Um, Well, I mean, it's definitely something that I've been asking for more awareness around. Um, And it's also lends itself to what we were just talking about with like, I honestly, like I, like what I have really started to acknowledge with myself is there's a potency that I be just as I am. Cause a lot of times I don't even realize I'm coming across like that, you know, like, Oh, sorry. I just blew your whole like face off. Did not even (laughs) like in my world, it wasn't that intense, you know? So it's like, you know, being with that and, and being willing to be like, wow. Okay. So like, I actually show up like way more dynamically than just, you know, in my pajamas with no makeup on, not to have done my hair, you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, cool. Like also like being willing to, um, what's the word? Um, it's almost like an honoring of you too. Cause it's like, if you're trying to pretend you're not that, while that is what you are in the world, that's going to create a whole weird Mm. energy people are going to pick up on. Um, you know, and I think I've done that a lot because I, I was super good at, you know, trying to fit in here and trying not to be as different as I am and trying not to be as energetically aware as I am. And 
when you're doing all of that, like when you're potent like that and you have all this energy available to you and you're twisting and shifting it and diminishing it and all that stuff, like you, it is going, other people are going to perceive that energy as weird. And oftentimes they'll take it personal and it had nothing to do with them. And you may not have even cognitively, you know, so it's like, it's so interesting because we started this whole conversation out about communication and what this reality tells you is that you, you know, it's the, the target is to have clear communication. And it's like, like, I don't even know what that is. Hmm. Cause it's like, if I, so it's like, what I know is that I only can take, like, I only can change and choose different for me. You can't change and choose different for other people. So like, you just have to be willing to go for it. And if along the way, people get like stuff happens, can't make yourself wrong for it. You just have to go, okay, so that created this result. Is that actually what I desired? And if not, okay, so next time I'll do something different and just keep going really. Yeah. Um, and I love looking at that place of like choice. So like, even with my, my kids and the way that I parent, if they choose something that didn't work, it's never like, I'm mad. You're bad. Uh, you know, the D word disappointment. I hate that word. I don't want to punch anybody who uses it anyways. Um, that disappointment thing, but like, Hey, what did, what did this choice that you made create? And is it creating the future you'd like to have? And then they can look at it from a different place. And so in that with, with being in 10 second increments, looking at how, like being aware of what people can receive, not diminishing you, how does that play into like, what change you'd like to see in the world and you crafting a future is vital. Cause if you, if you're like actually willing to go on the adventure of like, what actually is my, like, what do I know is possible here? And what, and like, what am I actually here to create? And then actually go on the adventure of like uncovering what that is for you and knowing it so dynamically that you, that, you don't allow your environment to, um, what's the word almost to, it's not pollute, but like almost to just infiltrate it so that you lose. Like one of the things that I've always like have really been asking for is to really know what it is that I know. Um, cause it's so easy for me to know what everybody else knows to like, you know, and yeah. It's not something I don't think I'll ever get to a point. Like, I don't think it's something you get to a point where you're like, oh, I, it's done. I'm finished. Yeah. It's finished. I know me and I know them. And we're, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, like, it's like a constant, you know, state of like questioning and demand and a willingness to be like, have your own back in a way, which is another way in which animals, like they always, an animal always has have its own back. It will never not be who it is. Doesn't matter if you have a point of view about it. Like, and I mean, maybe you haven't looked at animals in that way, but like, I know my animals, my pack, like they are who they are and they're not they're They will have their back in that way. Um, and I can choose how to be with them, but I, they don't change who they are in order for me to be more comfortable or for whatever. They just, that's not, that's not even in their world. Um, and so like that, I think it's just like, like one, I remember having a, a private session with Gary Douglas at one, at one point, And I was like, typical X-Men trying to figure out the perfect 
question that I needed to ask him to like give me all the answers that I'd been looking for. And Mm -hmm. literally the whole session was him telling me that I should be asking what's right about me. I'm not getting like, that should Mm -hmm. be my like standard operating state. What's right about me. I'm not getting what's right about this. I'm not getting what's right about my body. I'm not getting. And what that does, like that question starts to generate where you're actually taking the focus off your environment and actually looking at you. And I imagine, and the, the, the gift that you be when you start to be you. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many of us think that like, I'm this because I, you know, um, have this job and I have this relationship right. like and I do this the, thing. Yeah, totally. Cause the thing is like, you come to access, especially if you know any of the access tools, it's like, you know, the idea of being you is like, what the fuck is that? Cause most of us have created, like, I can assuredly tell you, I had created a life where everything I was, was, um, in relation to what other people had decided I was mm-hmm. either aligning and green or reacting and resisting to that thing. Like there was no, like, there was no, like, if I just showed up here brand new, knew none of these people and none of this, how would I show up? Like that to me was like such a fucking mind fuck. Sorry yeah. if I'm saying the effort. No, you can say fuck all you okay. want. Go ahead. Because it's like, I don't know who that person is. That person just seems like freaking like not like nothing, quote unquote. But I realized that that is one of the gifts that I that I actually am is that I can change on a dime. Like I don't really have a lot of fixed points of view. I don't really have like I'm like, okay, like I can see all fucking sides of any scenario. Like And so, you know, to have like any sort of defined, you know, me being me, which I did and still have in a lot of ways, it's like, I have to actually put a shit ton of energy into that because I don't, I, if I'm being me, I'm just kind of like, what's next? Like, well, okay, what do I, what would I like to do next? Like every 10 seconds, which is much easier to do around animals. Jesus. (laughs) Other than when they want you to feed them. Yeah. <laughs> That's real obvious. It's so funny. I, cause I, I too thought, well, I, you are a dog person. I thought I was a dog person and I like hated cats. I'm like, get I am a dog. I'm not a dog person. You're a dog. You are a dog. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a um, bitch. That's, <laughs> that is so stated. <laughs> um, and then. And I, but the, all the things that I was avoiding about cats were all the things I was one willing to be. And then a cat wiggled its way into my world. And I was like, you fucker, how'd you get here? And right now I have three cats and one of them has taught me, like, she is so like, be- just like a beautiful, she's just so beautiful. And, but yet she also walks around and like, she knows it. And for the longest time, I'm like, why don't you let me pet you? Like she does, but it's all on her own terms. It's all when she wants to be pet. Whereas my other, my two boys are, they're like, pet me, whatever you want. I'm fine. Um, but I watch her in the way that she navigates her world with so much certainty of who she is Mm -hmm. and what gift she is that you even get to have her around. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wow. Like that, all of those things that I, for me was like the judgeable offense to Mm -hmm. 
to be that thing that, that if you have all of this, then you, you know, what is that to who much is given much is expected or some stupid thing like that. So I totally had to unpack that because the expectation is like, you're so beautiful. You have this long furry coat and you should just let me pet you whenever I want, because you're, because you're that beautiful and you get to be that beautiful. (laughs) And I was like creating myself like that. So yeah, the gifts of animals, that could be a whole nother conversation. Um, so my friend, uh, on the podcast, I, I ask everybody the same question as we wrap. Um, and it is, uh, the shows, the show is called the power of being you you've said so much in this last little bit that I almost feel bad asking you to, to like come up with something else. So we could just cut the, the stuff. We'll see how we go. <laughs> now you're going to ask me a direct question. So now we're fucked because I don't do direct questions. Well, I can talk around shit for hours. But you asked me a direct question and I'm going to go blank. Okay. So well, we could, that. we could just end it with like a silence and the people will just have to pick up on the energy and then the show cuts. <laughs> um, what would you say the power of being you is, is the question. Oh, what would I say? Um, I, I think constantly willing to be in the exploration of what that even is for me. Mm, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And that there's no destination is what it sounds like. No. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I hope not. Because <laughs> I'm on the wrong path then, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and generally I don't explore further after this, but with you, I want to. Um, <clears throat> because how much being you and what, even in that, like we laugh, but how much of being you out in the world is like, here's the steps. Like, I don't even know if people are talking about being you, but it's like more of this be authentic yourself. And here are the steps on how to get there. And then when you get to the last step, like you, you, you better be you by then. <laughs> There's no more steps. That's, and that's where I go. And I'm not reading that. Yeah. That's where I just stop reading. Cause I, it doesn't, that, like, that is like, there's things you start when you, when you're willing to go on the exploration, there's things you start to just know about you. It's like, yeah, I don't. I don't read. I download energy and if if the energy has a completion in it. Yeah. Don't expect me to read it. Cause I just, am like, Nope, not gonna. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so my friend, if anybody would like to tap into what you're creating in the world, where will they find you? Um, I have a website. It's, um, caraawright.com. And then, you know, Facebook is one of the places I think I just frequent most, um, so you can find me, I think it's Cara Conlin, right. Um, and my personal, I do have a, like a public page, but I don't ever go over there. Yeah. So it's more entertaining on my personal page. Gotcha. And, and we'll have yeah. all of this in the show notes. So cool. Um, <clears throat> thank you so much for joining me. I'm very for grateful me. for this and mm-hmm. I'll see all the rest of you on the ne- next episode of the power of being you. Bye. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?